Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. It's been a rather sad period around the world. The shooting in Texas where a young man of 18 shot and killed his own grandmother, shot her in the head, went on to an elementary school and shot a father, 19 children and two teachers. The news of this shooting rocked the world. Of course, there are issues of gun control to examining this. There are issues of looking at the constitution and what it really means, the right to bear arms. There are these issues, but then there are also issues of mental health. The young man was obviously a sociopath. By the time his social media account on Yugo was analyzed, it was clear that he had mental health issues. He shot himself, so even he could not get help. What a waste, what a pain. My heart goes out to the parents of the children, the families involved. One of the husbands of the teachers was shot dead, died days after. The family believed it was just a broken heart. Now the wife was shot. The husband has died. They've left four children behind. Look at the ripple effect of all that happened. But this brings me to other issues that I want us to take a closer look at. Today's broadcast is going to be very different. I will need you to analyze with me way beyond what a skin did. Think deeply, deeply with me on some issues, but I know it's not a problem for you because it's leaders and intelligent audience that follow Voice of Change. So we'll be back after this message. Voice of Change is sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today on iTunes and Spotify and don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Olajumo Kadenowo, and you can reach me on Instagram at Jumokeadenowo. When we think of mental health issues and we think of the attention that mental health issues actually receive in the black community worldwide, that means the black community in America, in the UK, and then back home in Africa, it is obvious that blacks are underdiagnosed for mental health issues. We also do not give mental health issues the attention they deserve. We found that in Africa, the psychologists we have per capita is way less than that of the developing countries. Whereas in most developed countries, the number of psychologists is nine to 100,000 of the population. In Africa, we have 1.4 to 100,000 on the average. Say in South Africa, we have 2.75 to 100,000. 
And then you look at the rate of violence in South Africa. It's not something people talk about much, but it's there. We've got gender-based violence with teenage boys right now killing women, cutting them up, burning them. I'm sorry for being so graphic. Pardon me. You know that's not the nature of Voice of Change. But I need to let you know that these are not mere crimes. These are not just shootings at gunpoint because of a robbery or a mugging. These crimes are results of mental illnesses. Teenage boys don't just kill women, cut them up, burn them for no reason. And these are by and large in the past, in the recent times, children from middle class and well-to-do families. There's nothing else to be held responsible than mental health issues. Then you look at a country like Nigeria, where today, I just saw a man lose it in a hospital. Why? Because someone did not get out of the car quickly enough for him and he was packed. It's a hospital. There was nobody in his car. Where was he going? He flipped and he began to talk to himself. I'm sure you've seen many people talking to themselves in traffic. Some look as if they're calculating. No, they don't have AirPods on. They're talking to themselves. Yesterday, I saw a garbage truck with all the garbage flying out hit a car and the lady jumped out in her bomb shots, her phone on the road, her shoes on the road. And I thought, what exactly is she going to do? She wants to fight the man driving a garbage truck. How does she intend to make that happen? The man driving a garbage truck is not going to be able to fix her car. She would have to go to the garbage truck company for how long? What happened to the car? Was it brushed? Was it merely brushed? If it was merely brushed, what it would take for her to get what she believes is justice, it wouldn't be worth what it takes to repair the car. But at that time, she wasn't thinking. She was frustrated. There was a lot going on. Perhaps she doesn't even have power at home and probably doesn't have diesel. So somebody now hits her. Her reaction has nothing to do with what is going on at the moment. She's come with baggage. I was talking to a young friend who escaped to America for a few weeks. And not only has NDLEA been to her block of flats in Agungi or thereabouts in Lekki, Lagos, EFCC has been. They've knocked on her door by mistake, tried to break down her door while they're looking for Yahoo boys elsewhere. It's like the country is a pressure cooker. And that's where we're coming to. It is a pressure cooker. It's mentally a pressure cooker. And Nigerians are gradually becoming like the people suffering from collective PTSD post-traumatic stress disorder. So you think people are okay, but they're not. By the time they get to work in the morning, what they've gone through, some people leave four hours away from work. By the time they get to work, they're no longer capable of functioning. They've gone through traffic. By the time they get back home the next day, it's midnight, and then they're up at 4 a.m. How do you expect a sleep-deprived person, somebody who has only slept for four hours, to make rational decisions at work? You now engage them. Perhaps there's a guy at the airport at the counter, or perhaps he's your Uber driver, uh, or perhaps he's actually your member, a colleague at work. And you actually expect a rational discussion with a man who has slept for four hours for the last four days. Maybe this is a Thursday. How? He's sleep deprived. His brain, physiologically, is not functioning properly. He's no longer in full control of what he does or says. We're talking about the people who are traumatized and stressed day in, day out. We're beginning to talk about a country 
that as a whole is functioning suboptimally and does not have the proper tools, the number of personnel, psychologists to diagnose what is even going on. So you see someone just shouting, do you know who I am at a gate? And you think, oh, it's just being an Abuja big guy. How do you know it's not a megalomaniac? How do we know how many of the people who have picked up presidential candidacy forms are actually all right? Did we do a psych evaluation? Did we? Sometimes nations are led by people who are clinical narcissists. It's happened. They can lead whole nations to war because of their disorders or their neuroses or the psychosis, and the people around them don't pick it up. Why? They're not diagnosed. So Africans run to their pastors or their men of God. This is not in any way to belittle what the men of God do. Basically, they stand in the gap for many, many Africans, but not many are trained to do so. Psychology is a discipline in itself. If psychologists spend four years in university learning, it's four years doing something. You just can't bump into it. You need to know what they know to be able to do what they're meant to do. Finally, can you think of any other fallout of what we're going through as a people? Talked about suboptimal performance. I've talked about unnecessary violence, carelessness, driving, is taking wrong decisions. It's from the bottom up and at every level. Can you think of any other ways in which the stress that we believe is normal is actually a pressure cooker that is cooking Nigerians. What about the flight from the country? Most people are leaving the country because of stress. They just can't take it anymore. They are not hoping to get rich. They're just tired, worn out. They can no longer do day-to-day -day life the way Nigerians are meant to do it anymore. A whole nation is imploding and we have leaders. A 47-year-old accountant just committed suicide in Lagos. She might have had other issues, but I know that the stress of living in this environment was not all so far from it. If you doubt, count how many people you know left after NSAS. The NSAS protests, the sheer uncertainty, insecurity, violence in the air was a straw that broke many camels' backs. Blocking that lucky toll gate, I can count so many families that have left Nigeria from the lucky axis. Middle class families, those you would have thought. Surely, you are the ones that Nigeria is working for. The stress, the sheer anxiety. One of my mentees had to take her child to the hospital, a precious baby that she waited seven years for, and the road was blocked. They had to beg to get through. Her husband was coming back, he was robbed. Being robbed, being mugged, being assaulted is not an experience many people can handle. Most people leave the country after a robbery attack or after an assault, never to come back again. They leave for shores where these things also happen, but never mind, they just want to leave the country first. We need to give it some thought. What we think is normal is no longer normal. As we learn to adapt to the stress, we're changing from being normal to being not so normal anymore because the brain adapts to stimulus therefore the nigerian brain i am very sure for those who live in nigeria and work and adapt to this stress and continue to function the nigerian brain 
is changing and evolving daily, adapting to be able to cope with the sheer erratic nature of the society we find ourselves in. Therefore, we might think it does not matter, but I think that we're developing right now a nation of mutants. And it is time that we blow the whistle and say, we are in the middle of a crisis. What do you think? I'm posting this episode on Instagram. Let me hear what you think. Remember, there's going to be a podcast also of this episode. See the pain of our children.